Randy Orton is... Randy Orton get in a vehicle. He's commandeering somebody's car. I think Randy just stole a car. Randy Orton escaping. Whose car was that? Did Randy Orton just go up this? I think Randy some just fan and say, like, "Let me get, help me get out of here." Better he stole it. Well, he got in the passenger side, so somebody was obviously driving. Maybe he jacked it. I don't know. You explain what happened then. More cars spotted. How did he lose the two cars? No, he jumped in and took off. And we're back. Spanish announce table podcast. Scotty Molino, Warren Barris, doing what we do best. That is talking about wrestling. As how uh, how was your week? Good. Anything eventful? I mean, the last time we talked, it was your birthday, so. Uh, no, not much has happened really to me. Yeah, I didn't really do much either. Was it just working, hanging out? Yeah. Doing the huge. Yeah. Didn't uh, didn't text anybody drunkenly last weekend, so that's a success yeah. in my books. Um, yeah. So we uh, let's just get right into raw then, I guess. We didn't, uh, nothing happened in our lives, so let's talk about the important stuff. It was Martin Luther King Day. Yes, it was. And we, uh, saw we several. celebrate that here at the Spanish announce table. Of it's not a holiday here in Canada. Um, but no, I totally worked on Monday. There's, yeah, I mean, there's no reason we can't celebrate diversity, the life of Martin Luther King and his day and what he did for African American people. That's always this is going to sound like I'm being a dick, but I'm actually trying to be sincere. I just, Smiling. Let's get into wrestling, shall we? Uh, guess what? I wrote down where they were this time. Oh, really? I have my did, own notes. They barely said it. I know. Uh, was uh, from the EJ Nutter Center in Dayton, Ohio. The Nutter Center. That's not a funny name for an arena. I don't know what is. Well, they're pretty packed reasons. in there, though. Yeah. Uh, well, they, they usually do all right for crowds. I would say they probably almost always sell out. No? Yeah. They do pretty good generally. Yeah. I, I guess they never have any like TNA style drawings. <laughs> and they are in rough shape, those TNA guys. Put the curtain around that way, that way no one sees. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so we start the night with uh, Triple H and Stephanie McMahon in the ring. They promptly introduce the returning Dave Batista, who does not come out. Randy Orton comes out first. Um, what do you think of the delay effect? Of that? Yeah. Um- well, they announced to start it off that it's the road to WrestleMania is coming up, like, officially with the Royal Rumble. Right, because this is the go-home show for the Rumble. Not that it seemed that way, which we'll get into, but... Yeah, yeah, for sure on that that note. Um, this was kind of to be expected, almost. Um, you know, he says, oh, I want to bring out a man that I evolved with. And, of course, Randy Orton feels that's his cue. So, as soon as Orton feels the need to come out and just pretty much say that he's the reason for everything and who are you guys who do you think you are and then I love when anyone especially Triple H and Stephanie say well Randy we run the company we are the company right yeah that's again going back to this pole of authority that nobody has any clue who is actually in charge but I don't know. It was an okay, decent segment to start, I guess. Batista does eventually come out. Man, did he ever soak that return, hey? He was just sitting there, just, you know, soaking it in. What do you think of his outfit? <laughs> Can you shop at a different store than Baby Gap, maybe? He's just like, 
like a douchebag clubber. He did. Which and when he left, right before he left WWE, he was doing that heel gimmick where he was wearing those clothes and it worked because he was a cocky heel and it he was a douchebag essentially. So, but is that is that what we're getting again? Maybe this is foreshadowing. They're foreshadowing his turn with his clothing. He couldn't have put on more complimentary pants. <laughs> well, the pants did come into a bit of a Caused some issues for him later in the show, which you can get into. But um, he, Batista essentially looks at Orton and says, I'm here for one reason, and it's for that, even though it should have said those because there's still two belts. But nitpicking on my part, I think. Hey, we're still carrying the two around. Yeah. So uh, he off, uh, offers to, no, Orton offers to shake his hand, and he wouldn't do it. And he says he's coming for him, he's going to win the Rumble. And get that title back. You think the chances of that happening? Fairly decent. Yeah, I would agree with you. Uh, we'll talk about our Rumble Pool slash picks after we recap. We'll do that at the t- at the tail end of the podcast here. But he still looks skinny. Like, well, yeah, he's smaller than he yeah. was. He's oh, still large, sure. uh, but he's old too, right? He just yeah. turned forty-five, I believe. Forty-four or forty-five. Like he had a birthday two weeks ago. Oh, really? So he's an old man. So if he looks that good at 45, that's fine. Again, not passing judgment until we see him in the ring again because that might be a whole other story. Because he was never superbly strong in ring, if I remember correctly. He was not bad, actually. He wasn't horrible. But, yeah, I guess. He, he did all right. In his time. He did come yeah. to carry matches in his time. Uh, so we'll see. Maybe not a young Dave Batista. I'm excited to see what they, what they do with him. This is um, a 17-minute opening segment. Yep, went the whole segment. Uh, Batista got pyro. Yes, he did. He did his uh, turret pyro, which I popped for because I missed that. Good. Yeah, it's it's pretty pretty sick. Um, also, we missed that during the opening segment. Triple H said that you must apologize to John Cena for your actions. That's right. Apologies were a theme in this show. Yes. The authority wants everyone to be just fine with each other. We gotta all apologize and make up before yeah. the Royal Rumble. Because we're all friends, damn it. We work at the same company. PG. Uh, yeah, there wasn't really any other notes from this segment for it was me. Fucking seventeen it, minutes it, long. It, it was long. Very long. Watching it today, it was slightly painful. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, there, so we go to commercial. We come back and we have the Shields, uh, the Shield, taking on the Rhodes brothers and Big E Langston, who is on television this week. Yeah, good, good. I guess. Well, like last week, you said that you had a bit about how. You, you were unhappy about how he wasn't on Raw last week, but then you never said it on the show. Didn't I? No. Okay. I was upset that he wasn't on the show. He's your Intercontinental Champion, and they are trying to push him, or at least they made it seem that way, and then you don't put him on the show. Yeah. Oh, no. Uh, and I felt the same way. Uh, he's not in a match. I just thought you were going to than... go on a rant tangent about it. No. I'm all tangent out. Oh. Maybe later. Maybe. I'll make a tangent. We'll squeeze one in here. Don't worry about that. Uh, they announced the pre-show for the Royal Rumble before this match yes, started. Yes, they did, uh, which is interesting because I also kind of predicted that last week, if you listened to last week's podcast. I said that I think they could do a title match, and now they are. It's the uh, D-Generation X slash the New Age Outlaws against the Rhodes Brothers on the pre-show. So who you got, though, for that? I I don't think you change the titles at the pre-show, but at the same time, well, that could be why Cody and uh, 
Goldust take each other out at the Rumble, maybe. Maybe. There's a tension because they we're not champs anymore, right? Yeah. So, uh, yeah. could go either way. I, I don't know. I I think they could hold. Also, I think... whoa, whoa, whoa. You should, weren't you the guy like a week ago saying they could have another run? New Age Outlaws, they could have a whole yeah. other run. Yeah. Well, there's no other way to have a run than a uh, title run. Well, no, absolutely. And that's what I, I, I do think that there is a chance. There's an outside chance that this happens. I just hate that it could happen on the pre show of a pay per view. That could make more people buy. Debatably, I'm sure that's what they're thinking. I guess that could be that could be their thought. Yeah, I, I'm interested in the match anyway. This might be one of the few pre show matches I will ever watch uh, in my life because usually they're throwaway matches with the Miz and Fandango or some bullshit. So at least this is a quality match, which also in turn says something about the actual Royal Rumble card in that. You have a strong match in the pre-show, meaning that the card... The rest of the event should be good. Yeah, hopefully should be good. Uh, Shield picks up a win here. Uh, was... Who won it? Seth Rollins. Kicks yep. Langston in the head. Yeah, after the uh, Langston was hella explosive, almost hits a full comeback. Yeah. He does this giant backdrop uh, to Ambrose, and then immediately does like his big splash or whatever on the ground. <clears throat> and then uh, Rollins comes in and hits like a drop kick to the side of the head kind of thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I'm, here's my rant. Why are they letting him get the pin? Get pinned, I should say. Biggie Langston. And if anybody's going to do it, why wouldn't you do Roman Reigns again? Why are they doing Seth Rollins? I don't know, varied up. Um, but no, if the tag team champs get pinned again, then the Shield are like, hey, we immediately deserve a title shot. They're- True. Which, I don't see anything wrong with that, unless they're going to break up this week, which I'm not... I don't yeah, know. Did you hear the comments on SmackDown that they made? I didn't watch SmackDown this past week, in, so fill me in. with Renee Young, mm-hmm. all three of them are talking, and it's just like, oh, well, it's every man for themselves. How could it go? And Ambrose is all, oh, we would never take each other out kind of thing. And then, uh, but if we were to, I could do it, right? And then okay. Seth Rollins and Reigns are just like, uh-uh, we'd be the ones taking you out. Interesting. But, and then they just squabble to the point of, like, Renee Young is like, ah, and gets out of there. So it's another tease then. Okay, so maybe we do see it this weekend. Well, that or do we see Cody and Goldust? Are we going to get both? I don't know. Maybe. There's there's a lot of tag teams that I want to get broken up. Those two, uh, I want to see the Real Americans split. Um, Actually, that's it. Just the three. Real Americans this uh, That's not going to happen for a while, not, which is unfortunate. a little bit. Yeah. Uh, Cesaro is just going to get colder, which is the problem. They need to break him off as soon as they can before he gets too cold, but... I don't know. I want it to happen. We'll see when it does. But. From there, they cut to a commercial break. They come back, and Daniel Bryan breaks his silence. That's right. And he came um, out to a ton of fan support. Absolutely. Happy to see him on the show because they were, uh, well, they're talking about him having a concussion from the past week's match. Yeah. Uh, you Did you hear him talk about, he was saying backstage how he couldn't remember half that cage match at all? No, I yeah, have not read He that. said he couldn't remember. He was talking to people backstage and said, I don't. Don't remember half that match. I have no clue what happened. And then watching it back again after I know that he made those comments, I was like, wow, considering he was unaware of what was going on, he did a fantastic job. Uh, well, like back in the Indies and in like ROH when he got his retina detached. Yes. I like watched that match and just be like, he only can see out of one eye. Because there's times where like, he gets punched in the head and he doesn't see it coming at all. He's just like, I got hit. I got a drop. <laughs> yeah. Goes down for real pretty much. He's a real solid worker. I love me some Daniel Bryan. It was funny because 
all the fan support he was getting, the first lines are, and some people say, I shouldn't be the face of the WWE. Yeah, because he got that huge reaction when he came out uh, with his own theme yet again. His momentum has not been killed. It's not stopped. Good, which is good. And it, I think, Even if they were like, we staggered it with the Wyatt family, it's still as strong as it ever was. Yeah, if not maybe even stronger for this show particularly because it's his first one back after breaking off from the Wyatts for them from those two weeks. Exactly. So you got a hot hot crowd here tonight for him. Um, the one thing they didn't do with Brian tonight is confirm or deny whether he's in the Rumble, which is interesting. Because in my opinion, if you're going to put him in, you tell people that you're going to put him in because he has such good drawing power that those people might buy Unless that. Unless right now we're all like, oh, is he not in because of his match with Bray Wyatt that he announces here? Right. But if he's like number 30 or something and his music hits, you're going to think Daniel Bryan's going to win the Rumble. That is a good point, too. But I guess I, I'm on, I have no clue whether he's going to be in it or not. Be very interesting to see whether, because I think if they do bring him in, that's exactly how you do it is you put him in at the late 20s, 25 to 30, and uh, you'll get that huge pop when his music hits, exactly like you said. So, yeah. Interesting. I hope he's in the Rumble because. He has a lot of believability in that he might actually win that match. He's the kind of guy who can get that momentum where he's flying around a whole ring where you're like, Daniel very well could throw the next eight guys out or something like that. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so, yeah, he's got a match with Bray Wyatt one-on-one this Sunday at the Royal Rumble. That's no stip to that, is there? No, just a normal old match. Yeah, that's what I thought. Uh, from there we go to a match with Fandango coming out to with Summer Ray. Uh, to Looking lovely Xavier as Woods already in the ring, our truth on commentary. What do you think of Xavier or truth on commentary? Uh, he's in, he's on right. this in particular night. Uh, him and JBL are not good. I don't know what JBL's trying JBL to do. JBL shouldn't allow to be urban. Well, he flops. I've said it before a hundred times. He flips and flops back and forth from face to heel, and it, I just wish he would pick one way. He says all these heel things during the match, and then this baby face in our truth comes out, and he's talking about being Yellow Wolf and Little John or whatever he said. I don't know. He made some rap reference, and I'm not up to date on that scene per se. But I don't know. It's just JBL is – he could be a really strong heel commentator, and I wish that's what he would do permanently, not flip back and forth. He has his glimmering moments – where he's great, but this show, actually, he was horrible, I found, because there were several times where they would cut to break and JBL would say something as they were cutting. Like He'd try and squeeze that one last little sentence in and they'd cut him off because they were cutting a break. I don't know whether it was just timing issues or this show just seemed very disorganized in general from a production standpoint. Yeah, this show is kind of a shit-the-bed kind of show. And a go-home show too, right? Yeah, for one that should be important. Last one before Rumble. You're going to nail one. You probably want it before one of your major pay-per-views of the year. But what do I know? Uh, Fandango squashed Xavier Woods. Like, this was like a minute and a half long, if that. Woods got bodied. Yeah, uh, he hit the top rope leg drop. and There was an Emma sighting, though, after the match. Right after the match, they cut to Emma doing her dance with her sign again. Uh, good. I want to see her, like, soon. Next week. Raw after Rumble. Let's do it. Is there a Divas title match? Yeah. Okay, never mind. It's uh, Naomi. Oh, okay. She's getting a shot? Yeah, I believe so. 
I could be wrong on that, but I believe that's what they announced. Um, and they've been teasing that for the past couple of weeks as well. Uh, yeah, so Fandango gets the squash win over Xavier Woods. Then uh, Brad Maddox, my favorite segment every week, Brad Maddox and Kane. Backstage. Bickering back and forth. Of over, Who's in uh, charge? Over no who, one knows. Who brought back Batista is what they were arguing over this time. Uh, and then Stephanie McMahon walks in, tells Maddox to leave, and he does. So, okay, she has more power than Maddox. We've established this. That was always fucking established. <laughs> I At know. no point was I like, huh, could Brad Maddox tell Stephanie what to do? And then she goes no. full full bitch mode on Kane. Tells him he has to uh, what, apologize. Yeah, for what what was he thinking when he chokeslammed CM Punk on SmackDown? Uh, tells him that the authority cannot attack anyone. So he's a part of the authority, I guess. That's what they said. An authority figure can't attack anybody. Yeah. So they Kane's part of the authority. Okay, good. When he got when he became corporate Kane, he's part of authority. Uh, Kane tries to argue and then realizes that she is right. And, he just uh, sounded like a child. He's just like, no, I, know. I don't want to apologize. This was a mom bro. waving her finger at her son is exactly what this segment was. Uh, Kane says Punk should apologize to him, but then Stephanie just kind of looks at him and then leaves, and Kane is just kind of like, oh, like hangs his head. And then we immediately got the segment next. Yeah, Kane comes to the ring with his fiery Titan Tron, which I still find funny that he comes out in a suit and he still has his theme in the fire everywhere. Well, it'll continue to be funny because I don't think they're changing it anytime <laughs> soon. Uh, he calls Punk out, makes him apologize. Punk makes him repeat himself, doing the "I I didn't hear you. What What did you say?" You know the classic, classic move. Um, Punk says he's too sorry, or he's sorry as well, and then hits Kane with the microphone, uh, knocks Kane out of the ring. Brad he, Maddox runs out. He awkwardly shit canned him. Yes, he did. Through that second rope, like Kane was like, "Oh no." Yeah. And just like awkwardly like fell through that middle rope. Yeah, it was a little weird. But And then he's all upset. He's all like, bro, I'm going to get at you, CM Punk. And then yeah. Brad Maddox stops him. And he just so comes you know out Kane and... looks like a bitch when Maddox is like, got the leash. Again, who has more power between Kane and Maddox? Nobody knows. Because Maddox comes out and says, Punk is going to get a fight one-on-one with one of the New Age Outlaws. Uh, and then, so the New Age Outlaws comes out. They do rock, paper, scissors. Uh, Billy Gunn loses, and he has to go into the match. Wouldn't you want to win to fight somebody? Like, neither of them want to fight, so it's... Neither of them want to fight the best in the world, right? I guess. You knew that Road Dogg was going to be on commentary, though, because Billy Gunn on commentary would have been brutal. Really? Because Road Dogg... Road Dog sucked dick. He wasn't that great. He, my notes are just that he was shitty on commentary, he, and I was super let down because I was like, "Oh, Road Dog on commentary, how can this not be great?" And then it sucked. But when you look at the alternative of if it would have been Billy Gunn, I, at this point, I would have rather Billy Gunn. No, I would have taken. No, I would have taken that. the roll of the dice with Billy Gunn. Don't say that. Uh, Billy Gunn in this match loses his hair tie, and he looked like Doink the Clown. Because he's balding, right? It's going back on him, the hairline. And the hair came up. I swear, he looked at one point, he brought his head up and flipped his hair back. And he had the, like, doink the clown around the side of the head hair. Could have been, put a little makeup on him. Could have been Mr. Ass Man the Clown or something. Assy the Clown? (laughs) 
uh, he took his shirt off and he actually got some women cheering too. Good for him. Good for the old man. No? Not happy for him? Oh, no. I'm, I'm always happy for Billy Gunn. Okay. It's it's nice when uh, when, when female fans still give a shit. <laughs> Except for when, like, recently when we've seen women cheer for Randy Orton and we've been like, what, really? That's awkward. Yeah. That you four ladies are, like, all hot and bothered for Randy. Yeah. But then we ruin Randy because we just go, Randy! Randy! <laughs> the whole event. Those poor women. Oh, well, they were only there to cheer on the hot guys, so they deserved it. Watch wrestling like normal people. Bitches. I guess normal marks. Yeah, marks. God damn it. Uh, CM Punk wins a match when he counters uh, counters the Famouser into the GTS. It was actually a decent match. Would you? Yeah, it was like a pretty cool match. Uh, what did you think of the suicide dive, fake it, and then slide outside on the other side and dive over the table onto Road Dog? That was good. Not a bad spot. Uh, they timed it. Road Dog timed it perfectly in that he was just about, to, like he's saying, something about Twitter. And he goes, and it's hashtag, and then he gets hit, like <laughs> right as soon as he said hashtag. They timed it well. It was a cool spot. I think it was a good match in sorts of timing the spots, everything from uh, Billy Gunn getting pulled out of the ring as Punk's going to do the elbow. Uh, just little spots like that that kept uh, kept the variables, kept it really felt like an old school match from uh, early 2000s. Yeah, I agree. And if you'd have told me 10 years ago that Billy Gunn would be wrestling a singles match with CM Punk in 2014, I probably would have told you to fuck off. <laughs> but uh, he did, and he did great. Not Well, not great. He did good for an old man. I'll give him that. Uh, Brad, Maddox, and Kane reemerge. Congratulate Punk on the win. Uh, Kane says, I got this, and grabs the mic. So again, overpowering Maddox. So after Maddox overpowered him, that, I think they're building to something between Kane and Maddox. Something's happening there. It better. The, the new team, hell no. <laughs> uh, Kane says that uh, he really is the best in the world, and he can prove it when he enters the Royal Rumble at the number one spot, which is why I planned ahead in our Royal Rumble pool saying, who do you think will enter number two? Because I knew that there was a good chance that they were going to announce who number one Yeah, was. who would be uh, the first man in. Yes, so... Crisis avoided. What do you think of Punk's odds? Uh, I think he goes to the final three at least. Possibly even last man to be eliminated. Um, He'll be in there for a long time. And I think that's why they put him in that spot. Because it's believable. You know, you have that one number one spot where people love to watch the guy go the whole time and think that he's going to win and then get tossed out right at the end. It's an easy way to get heat if it's a heel winning. Or a heel eliminating him, I should say. There's no necessarily that Punk will be the last one eliminated, but I don't know. I it's a good pick to be number one because people like him. He's a face right now. He's decently hot. Yeah, he's uh, got a good momentum right now. So I think he's believable in that he could go all the way. So I don't know. A we'll lot see. of listeners might have picked CM Punk to win. Yeah, that's true. There was a couple. Again, get to that at the end. Um, Rey Mysterio, Alberto Del Rio have their rubber match. No, whoa, whoa, whoa. Before that, they cut to uh, that backstage camera of the entrance of them coming oh, in. Oh, God. They go, oh, is that John Cena? And there's two people there. Yeah. Ask yourself, who would John Cena come to the arena with? His dad? Maybe. Maybe he had a quick recovery. John Cena recovered quickly from his injury. Maybe old man Cena recovers quickly from orbital bone injuries as well. Yeah, and he's back. Rehabbed maybe, in maybe. a week. <laughs> no, it, it was uh, Lesnar and, and Heyman. And Heyman still has that 
walk to him. I love his walk. The walk of Grimace? Yes. From McDonald's Happy Meal cartoons? Is that a thing? You don't know who Grimace is? Well, I know who he is, but I don't know how he walks. He walks like Paul Heyman. I've never watched a McDonald's cartoon. Really? Where the fuck do you watch a McDonald's cartoon? They were a thing in the 90s. Serious? Yeah. Was it like a TV show or just like... Yeah, it ran. It was a thing. That's weird. Why? 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 Why was it? It's a restaurant. Marketing. Kids. Happy Meal. Corporate. That's how it works, Warren. You know, what's, you know what's weird? You don't see Ronald McDonald anymore in any McDonald's ads. No, I'm pretty sure they've retired, Ronald. Well, because he's a clown, and clowns are fucking terrifying, so it makes sense. Are you afraid of clowns? Let us know in the comments. I, I'm not actually afraid of I'm, I have no problem with clowns, but I could see how they can be. Are you afraid of Grimace? Scary if I, I, no. Grimace was the purple one, right? Yeah. And then you had the he's Hamburglar. Yeah. But birdie, Grimace probably, yeah, birdie. The early bird. Uh... Hamburglar? You've seen Hamburglar like twice okay. now. Okay. <laughs> was <laughs> that like, it? There's like fries and some shit. I don't a, know. A, a whole whack pack of characters was there? Yeah, there was like Ronald and like three friends. Birdie, Grimace. They were the main Was Hamburglar a bad guy? Uh, that, that's a great, was he face or heel? That's yeah. a great point in this stable. Maybe he was an anti-hero. Maybe. He wrote He's, that fine line. He steals the hamburgers to give to the hungry. He was like the stone cold of McDonald's. Yeah. Solid the gimmick. Ha- the hamburgers were the beers. Solid gimmick. He would have been the beer burglar. Mask that he wore. A good gimmick. The, the beer burglar? The beer burglar? Is yeah. that what he said? He steals all the beer. Okay. Like from fans? Yeah, sure. Like he just goes in, <laughs> give me your beer, and just pounds it? Yeah, at okay. like bar venues. <laughs> I actually kind of like that. That's not bad. Decent heat. I'd want to fight the guy if he stole my beard. I'd be very angry at him. Steal my fucking beer. Who you think you are. Uh, yeah, so then and we go to Mysterio and Del Rio with no, the rubber match. No, you don't. Match. You go to a great vignette what? package for Mae Young. That wasn't... Yeah, it was. Oh, shit, I did skip that. You're right. I'm the bomb. It was so You're good. You're right. That was good. Did you I cry? I cried. Oh, I almost cried. I teared up. Victoria was like, you okay? I was like... <laughs> I just remember a lot yeah. of this. And she's like, <laughs> okay, yeah. like, I get that. I don't know if Brando, because I watched it with Brando, as I always do, and I don't know if he noticed, but I did. Oh, I broke a little bit. I cracked. I wasn't did sobbing. There were but... so many fun memories. They showed everything from, like, yeah. the Bubba Bomb, that, as you said last week on the show, um, just dancing with, like, Natty, dancing with everybody. Well, and uh, they even showed some of the, the Bronco non, Busters. non-PG era footage. Yeah. The, the uh, Royal Rumble bathing suit contest where she eventually got naked, which they didn't show. Probably a good thing. But, uh, yeah, it was cool because they had serious moments in this package and they had the lighter moments. Yeah, they had, like, her and Mark Henry in bed. Mark Henry lights <laughs> cigar. Yeah. It, it was really nice. It was really touching because you also had the serious moments at the end, like her Hall of Fame speech. Yeah, where she which said, was like, cool. I want to be well. 100. And if you look at that lifespan, 1923 to 2014, just, oh my god! Like I think that was where maybe I got the most upset was just knowing how bad she wanted that match yeah, at ninety nine and that match at a hundred. Actually, I think that's where I cracked too. Was she her speech saying, "I'll be back in however many years yeah. to, to wrestle at a hundred? Oh was like, man! Oh. It was just like she was so close. She's wrestling somewhere. She's up there with her macho with, man with Mula. Oh tag yeah, tag team and the two of them back together again. Yeah, that was really cool. 
There, now we can go okay. to our Mexican rubber match. Which I don't care about. Yeah, Again, no, the same reason I didn't care about it the past two weeks. Two weeks, but now it's a rubber match, so you have to give a shit, man. It's about a feud. Yeah. Um, it was a long match. It was like eight or nine yeah, minutes. too long, considering we've seen it for the past two weeks. Uh, Del Rio wins with the... The, uh, the cross arm yeah, breaker. Yeah, the arm breaker. That's it. Uh, and then Batista comes out. Uh, he, Del Rio tries to... Sneak attack him, kind of. Well, he, he, at first he's like, go to the back. Just go to the yeah, back. Yeah, get out of here. That's right. Yeah. And Batista just stares right through him. He's like, nah, no. Uh, and then he, and then he goes for a sucker punch, though. Yeah. And he kind of caught him and did the spine buster. An awkward looking spine buster, too. Like ring rust? Awkward? No, it was more Del Rio's fault because yeah. Del Rio got his right leg in front of him. So it made it awkward because usually they, they straddle him, right? You get yeah. one leg on each side and it's easier for him to slam him. But because he got that leg in, he kind of had to turn him sideways, and I think it was more Del Rio's fault that he got that leg across. But anyways, and then he uh, does the ropes, the ultimate warrior ropes, and the thumbs down and gives him the The Batista bomb. The first Batista bomb that he's back. But he did not sit out. And do you know why? Mm, Because he ripped his pants? (laughs) It's not a real reason, but that's my logic, is that he would have ripped his pants had he have sat. Because those pants were very tight. Yeah, there was no way he was doing the sit-down powerbomb. And nobody wants to have their pants rip in front of thousands and thousands of people. So I don't blame him for not doing the sit-out. The sit-down powerbomb? Yeah. Yeah, fair Fair enough. Once he gets the tights on, he'll do it. Would you watch ADR versus Batista's A Small Feud if it was going to run for maximum two months? I would watch it because it's Batista. But I hate Del Rio. I think but he is Del Rio's just the heel in it. so cold. You got the heat already for you. No, not that. Not even that kind of heat. I just don't want to see him on my television. Not like, oh, he's a good heel and I hate him. It's I fucking can't stand this guy. I don't like how he works. Because he looks like a middle-aged a dad? He does. He does look like a middle-aged dad. Because you hate... An him. asshole dad, too. Like, like, like somebody's asshole stepdad? Like the stern, you can't have people over... Kind of asshole type of dad. Warren is hitting a little close to home here. <laughs> no, I love my dad. As a matter of fact, he's in the Royal Rumble pool. He made <laughs> his picks. It would have been so much funny if you just said, My dad's in the Royal Rumble. <laughs> <laughs> Number 30, Larry Barris. As one of my mystery picks, I actually have Larry Barris. Wow. <laughs> well, that's good because it's going come to happen. On. Larry Barris, come on down. <laughs> uh, Big Show comes out, mocks Paul Heyman's voice. Not bad. Yeah, he not, actually, a bad, uh, not a bad impersonation. It was not bad. And you know what I did a callback to? I was sitting talking to Brando, and I was like, you remember that storyline where the shield was paid off and then it was discovered that it was Paul Heyman who was actually paying them off? But Paul Heyman used the excuse that it was uh, an imitator because his accent is easy to imitate. Remember that angle Yeah. I bet you it was Big Show. <laughs> Fuck, it was Big Show all along. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I'm telling you, Fuck. just trick camera angles. Oh, right, right, right. I'm telling you, oh my God. son of a bitch, son of a That's bitch. So funny, Paul Heyman. You hate Big Show. It's so <laughs> funny because right now you're saying that he's a mastermind behind it all. I can't. Stand At one him, point, yeah. Uh, he, he, so he mocks Paul Heyman, calls Brock Lesnar out. Heyman emerges, doesn't say anything, and then Lesnar's music hits. He comes out. Uh, they walk towards the ring and then turn around, uh, leave, then come back, 
And then, oh no, Big Show says, come out here and get in my face. Yeah, bitch. <laughs> so Lesnar does come out there and get in his face. Um, we get the first, wasn't this advertised as a face-to-face? Yes, it was. That's right, the, the, the confrontation. Yeah, face-to-face you know. confrontation, right? Um, it, Still not interested in this match. I was the most interested when Big Show threw him. That was awesome. Um, Royal Rumble 2003. No, wait, I'm still interested. I'm still interested. Royal Rumble 2003. Big Show. Brock Lesnar. For the WWE title? Nope. Just a match? Oh, well. No, it wasn't. No, it wasn't? Nope. Because uh, Lesnar later went in and won the Royal Rumble that year. Okay. Give me the play-by-play of what happened in ring here. Because once again, Big Show's a badass. I don't remember what happened. And oh, okay, I didn't I'm giving play by play. I don't care. Yes, you, you do. do. You, you do, do care. Okay. So. Oh, wait, wait. You... I do have it. But you go ahead. No, you go ahead. Yeah, I'll just I'll take you this. You do from it. Because he punked him. Yeah. He did one of those. He, yeah, he does that whole like step in dick thing. Like, really? You're going to do that in WWE? Yeah. I just feel like that's very childish. Like, oh, hey, what's up, Pee Wee Hockey? Yeah, like, that's pretty like, much what it is. Like, I feel like he did that and then like, oh, maybe you flinch, dickweed. And then like walked out of the ring and laughed <laughs> Two at Two for Paul. flinching. Yeah. yeah, just stupid shit. But so he goes in and he tries to like scoop slam him. He tries to do like uh, the two-leg shoot on Big Show. And Big Show is just like, yeah, this isn't happening. Walks him into the corner, hits him a couple times in the back, and then just like uh, like super awkwardly shit cans him over the ropes. Like he goes to powerbomb him. But then Brock Lesnar just turns vertical in the air, so he just, like, falls over the ropes. Yeah. Then he gets rips the top off the table. Michael Cole's like, oh, Jesus, this is unexpected. And then uh, JBL's like, what would you expect? But, like, I don't think they knew that that was necessarily going to happen. True. Because, like, I don't think that it was planned that he was going to start all of a sudden fucking throwing monitors. It was funny because that, tried, like, that one monitor that he threw... Landed perfectly beside the chair, and they used that shot where they shot it yeah, that was over a sick the chair. Shot. Uh, it was—I don't know—it's just funny. But the when monitors... you try to get in with a chair, and then Big Show just stands on the chair, and like yeah. Lesnar's like, "Oh shit!" and then slips out of the ring and falls yeah. on his ass. Big Show looks like a badass. Yeah, he did. They did a good job of that. I still don't think he's going to win. I don't think he's going to win either. But he looks like a badass. I just want you to acknowledge that sometimes Big Show can look badass. Yeah, oh, he can. But I don't have any. Don't give him any credibility that he will win his match. Do you give him credibility that he's an entertaining man? Oh, yeah. Knucklehead was a great film. Oh, fuck you! <laughs> I actually did enjoy that movie, though. I haven't seen it, but... It's not bad. That was the route we're going to go. He's really entertaining. He's great. He is a good dude. I like him. Um, then we have the Funkledactyl... Funk... Funkle. The Funkledactyls taking on AJ and Tamina. Uh, Funkle? Yeah, the Funkledactyls. That sounds like a type of bread. Funkle Dinkle. Pumpernickel. That's what you're yeah. thinking of. Pumpernickel. Pungadackle should get bread. Whole <laughs> wheat. Why? I don't know. If, it, I don't know. Something about booty. Yeah. Thick sliced bread. Oh, th- Texas style. Ah, there you go. Texas toast. There you go. Uh, Naomi pulls AJ by the hair and rolls her up and pins her. Do you see the cake on mm. the vest? Yeah. What a horrible segment that was. AJ's shitty... Okay, as of today, 222 days. As of Thursday, the yeah. 23rd of January, 222 days for AJ. Mm-hmm. 
But they're celebrating backstage, and it was like the worst like banner taped on a wall, and like, hey, here's one shitty cake that we got at the local supermarket. Hey, Bad News Bear, can you just come in and shit on her for a little bit? All right, thanks. What a great way to announce this huge milestone with a throwaway segment that originally aired on the fucking app. Nice. The woman has held the title for almost a year, and this is how you you celebrate her record-breaking performance. What do you think of Bad News Barrett's performance? He's funny. I like that gimmick, and I thought this was a waste of an appearance for him as well. I thought they could have used him in another way. Do you believe that nobody likes AJ backstage? I did. I thought this segment was terrible because they did the she tried to throw the cake at Bad News Barrett, and then he ducked and she hit Tamina, but he ducked before she even wound up. Yeah, he was like, oh, Jesus, I'm getting out of here. Yeah, and then she still threw it. That's me being British listeners. Tell me how shitty it was. Do it again. I want to hear it. Oh, Jesus, better get out of here. <laughs> that is horrible. That's my way Barrett impersonation. It's deeper. Barrett's much deeper. Show me your way, Barrett. I'm afraid I've got some bad news. Oh, that was way better than mine. Damn. See? No, no, thank you. Thank you. This match is kind of a garbagey match. Yes, it was. Um, What do you think will happen at the Royal Rumble in this match? AJ wins. You think so? Yeah, I put my money on AJ still. Hmm. I don't know. Do you think that because they announced, oh, 222, or whatever it is, that because she's broken the record, she's going to drop it? I just think that they're pushing Naomi more than... AJ? Dropping it off of her since, so to say, I should say. Because uh, don't forget they are still filming ahead of time for the next season of Total Divas. And Oh, that it got renewed? Naomi and John, one of the Usos, I believe it's Jay, got married this past weekend. Oh, really? So that well, would be an episode where they get married and then she then wins the title a week later. So I think that's where they headed. I think she wins the title. At Rumble, which is unfortunate. Not that she's not a good worker, because she is one of the best wrestlers they have in that Divas division. Um, but I don't know. I guess change is good if that division's shit anyway. So it really doesn't matter. I don't know. Maybe a, a title change will freshen it up at least a little bit. Maybe. We, we'll see, I guess. Uh, we got the Usos taking on Harper and Rowan, which they teased from last week, I believe. Did they not? Yes, they did tease that we were getting this match. I don't have anything on this match. Uh, there's a big manable claw botch from uh, Eric Rowan. He goes to try to shit can one of uh, either Jay or one of the Usos. Yeah. He tries to shit can him, and he's got him by the manable claw, and he just bounces him off the rope like twice. And like I don't know if there was just bad communication or not enough momentum, or if you just can't shit can somebody on a manable claw. That's true. Uh, Rowan also does this weird spot where he like takes his fists. Yeah, the fucking uh, vice. Yeah, um, similar to Sergeant Slaughter. Sergeant style. Slaughter used to do yeah. that. This is like I like it for the fighting with your brother type of move. <laughs> where you just kind of like, yeah. aren't you an only child? I am, but that's just holy fuck. I'm so glad that the way I saw you had a fucking sibling. <laughs> I never followed my sibling like that. We were doing real wrestling. Well, you know, moves. well that's true. I probably would have done the same thing, but uh, it's an interesting move. Man, you never had a sibling to wrestle with? No. No. What? That's why I s- still do it with Brando. That's not even gonna a sound fair matchup. Very homosexual, but it's the truth. Just it, He has these mattresses in his basement, and we just throw each other on the mattresses. 
This is a downward spiral that you've got me in here. Are you guys fully clothed? No. I mean, what? yes. <laughs> of course we are. What's the matter with you? Brando, your poor innocence. <laughs> Lord, you're like the most innocent person I know. Uh, let's, okay. So the Usos win. Again. It's, what, three in a row? Three he, in two weeks? Well, the Usos are super hot right now. Yeah. In terms of momentum. Um. Do you think the White family could be a force in the Rumble? Like, just in terms of, like, those two guys or Bray, if he's in there as well, do you think they could eliminate a fair amount of guys together? Or have a really long combined ring time? Yeah, I could see it, but I think that's where they're headed with the Shield because the Shield is confirmed in the Royal Rumble. So are Harper and Rowan. But Bray isn't. Yeah. Well, even if it's just the other two, do you think they're going to be a force? I think they'll be pushed as such, but I don't think after the match, I think that the Shield will have made more of an impact than they will. Yeah, you think it'll be more about the Shield yeah. than uh, the Wyatt family in this year's Rumble? Yeah. Not fair enough to say. I mean, I'm not saying that they won't do anything, but uh, I think the main focus right now is the Shield more than the Wyatts. Well, that's believable. Um, yeah. Wyatt cut a promo in the middle of this match. Yeah, right near the slingshot spot. Yeah. Um, what do you think of him talking like mid match? Kind of weird. Kind of like takes your attention away. Yeah, it's kind of cool in the same sense. I don't know. It, it was all right. It his promos are great. I enjoy his promos. I enjoy when he talks. So whenever he does it, I'm completely fine with it. I have no issues whatsoever. From there, they cut to commercial, and still no Cena. We're still waiting on him to come. That's right. We uh, there's there's like fucking 15 minutes left in Raw. It's like fucking 15 minutes left. You are one of the top wrestlers in the biggest company I'm, of the I'm world. I'm pretty sure they probably fucking sold Raw with yeah. John Cena will be here. The authority, you don't think that they might be calling him being like, hey, asshole, the show started two and a half hours ago. Where the fuck are you? No, no, we're just going to set up a camera and wait for him to show up. Don't worry, John will show up. John's a good guy, man. John would never <laughs> show be up here. 15 minutes His before fucking His dad is in the hospital, damn it. John would never be this kind of guy. Um, so we have the rematch of Randy Orton and Kofi Kingston in the main event. Um, they didn't really do much in this okay. match. I just want to bring up here Okay. that last week on the show, I said, oh, yeah, Kofi Kingston beat Randy Orton. And you were like, no, mm-hmm. Randy Orton just lost, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Triple H did not agree with you. Triple H would agree with me in the opening segment. What did he say? He was like, you lost to Kofi Kingston. Like, you're a bitch, Kofi Kingston. Exactly what I no, just... No, but he said Kingston won. He put over he, You just said that he said that you lost to Kofi Kingston. But he also said Kingston bitch. won. Well, he put You Kingston... just buried yourself. Well, that happens sometimes <laughs> when I talk. I'm sorry. I still... But well, no, and based on the finish no, of this match... No. Kofi shit. No. All they're doing... Kingston won last week. All they're doing is building Kingston up so that he can do his fancy spot at the Royal Rumble where he saves himself from elimination doing some crazy backflip motion of some sort. And then he'll go back to being back shit. to the guardrail. Yeah. Land on a fan, then jump back in. What do you think his best Royal Rumble moment was? Or, yeah, his best. Because there was also John Morrison who did a couple of them. John Morrison's are better, I think. His Spider-Man one where he, like, caught the the barricade? Yeah. I think that's my favorite. Um, Mind you, the handstand from Kofi was pretty the sweet. Hand, the handstand is my favorite Kofi one. Yeah. I don't like the chair one. The chair one was pretty stupid because that's exactly what I thought he was going to do, and then he did it. So I was like, yeah. well, that's not impressive. He jumped on a chair. 
JBL, give me your chair. What? <laughs> yeah. Uh, so Cena shows up in this match. Yeah. Well, like during with... the match, as uh, as he's beaten down Kofi Kingston mercifully. Right. Uh, he's just like, where are you, John? Where are you? Right. So he's calling John out like the whole time. So. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, John shows up with his, his new T-shirt line, his new clothing line. The neon line. Yeah. That's what they're calling it on WWE Shop. Um. Similar to that of the Seahawks colors, I might add, who are in the Super Bowl. No, it's similar to Ray's new T-shirt as well. True. That is a good point, actually. Exactly, I never thought of that. That's exactly what they're doing. It's that style. The it's not pink Seahawks. And Don't green. try to. Hey. Yeah. Why are the hey, Seahawks aren't pink? They have a lot of green. Get off the Super Bowl. Neon green is the, is the Seahawks. Yeah, but pink isn't. Just saying. Just saying. Nobody. It's a slight. Nobody cares plug. about the Super Bowl, Warren. That's true. Nobody. It's all, it's all is that this Sunday? Uh, February second. But we already know what teams are in. Yeah, there's because they. What do the it fuck? Two weeks. That's the Pro Bowl is this week, which is their All Star game. Why is the All Star game this week? Okay, why am I talking about NFL? And then they go into the Super Bowl. This is stupid. NFL's dumb. They do it every you year. You don't like the NFL? Then thumbs up this week's show. <laughs> you like the NFL? Thumbs up this week's show. <laughs> Thumbs up on Warren's side. Thank you. Uh, yeah, Cena I comes had, in. I think I said I would cheer for the Seahawks because you told me to. Sure. But I want to cheer for the Broncos. You do whatever you want. Who's the quarterback of the Broncos? Peyton Manning. Oh, I just can't cheer for him. Never mind. Yeah. I'm in Seahawks. There you go. Good. Glad to have you on the team. On the baby face. Speaking of, actually, there is a wrestling tie-in. Yeah, because everybody's wearing belts recently. No, well, yeah, there's that. But Richard Sherman of the Seattle Seahawks, cut a wrestler-style promo after their win last Sunday. Did you see it at all? No, I, I've heard about this. What did he say? Give, uh, me, give me the— He pretty much just did the 80s, classic 80s generic heel yell at the camera. Let me tell you, brother. He's like, you put up against me, I'm the greatest corner in the league. And he's like breathing heavy. What? And Aaron <laughs> Andrews was the—she's the, uh Fox yeah. reporter, very attractive young lady. And she's standing there like— uh, Back to you guys. Like, she had no clue what to do with it. It was fantastic. It was very funny. That's hilarious. Uh, he got a lot of heat for it, but I don't know. He called out another guy on this on the other team. What? Yeah. Oh, did he call me a wide receiver? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, he was like, yo, you're fucking free. Yeah. Well, you're said, fucking free, talk. Crabtree, you want to go up against me? I'm the best corner in the league. That's what he said. <laughs> oh, my God. It was very funny. And there's, of course, all oh, these I... memes showing up with... Mean Gene beside him, and like <laughs> it's actually they did a lot, of, a lot of good jobs. Someone who like cut it, and then it's like, hey, it's Sting's last match in TNA right now. Yes, it is. Or, last week you're like, I don't believe that. That was so funny. Well, well, it's fair to say, but no, he's done. You think? Do so? you think we'll see him at the Royal Rumble? I don't know about that. I don't think that's the best way to do it. Just randomly shows up. Oh, it's Sting. Yeah, I don't think that's the way to do it. I just don't. Yeah, I agree, actually. You could do it at the Elimination Chamber, which is kind of a dark, mysterious match, and then you pan up, and oh, oh, there's Sting up in the old rafters. Or how crazy would it be if all this year's Elimination Chamber, every pod had black glass on it, and we didn't know everyone who was in? Ooh. And then it was just, this is really implausible. I'm Surprises. just saying, this would not fucking happen. <laughs> how do they get somebody in the pod without people knowing? They bring them, they roll them out in black pods, and they install the pod into the thing. Maybe. Oh, it's like really science fictiony. Yeah. And then the last pod is like, 
And Sting's music hits, and people are like, holy fucks. What is his music? I don't know, man. Outside of TNA, because yeah, I know I it's TNA with the guitar riff. I don't know what his WCW music is. Yeah, I was I never a big Sting, Mark. No. Oh, I, I was too Although, I didn't watch what WCW. If Sting inducts the Ultimate Warrior. I don't, why? Because they were a tag team and broke in together. Yeah, but when I think of Sting, I do they not think the of Blade War- Runners. the Warrior. And when I think of Warrior, I do not think of Sting. I do a little bit. If it's going to be... They're the Blade it, Runners. It would be Hogan. If you're going to do a wrestler inducting no, him, it's going to be Hogan. that. You watch. You watch. Fuck Hogan. Motherfucker. You watch. No. I hate Hogan, too. Don't get me wrong. You love Hogan. You watch his sex tape? No, I did not. Good. Neither did I. I'm tempted, though. Wonder how big he is. Now, uh, well, you probably can buy a lot of Viagra, man. I'm really taking a good wander oh, into man, my mind. Man, there's been about... a lot of offside comments in this podcast. Let us know your favorite quotes. Let's finish this up. Um, Cena comes out, the match gets thrown out because he attacks Orton. He almost ran over the camera guy too. Did you catch that? Yeah, he, yeah. Like I mean... he like had to like slow down and like put his hand out. Uh, that would have been funny if he just bowled him over. <laughs> this, is Move. Some good, this is some good brawling. It was. In the um, sense that, like, two of the biggest superstars for this company were just in the aisles, in the concourses. Yeah. Uh, they they eventually fought their way into the crowd, as you said. Uh, Cena set him up for an AA. Didn't that get it off. luxury blocks. Yeah, with it, all those plants in it. That's so awkward. Every single one of those people were plants. I guarantee it. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because they gave the one guy camera time where John was like, you all right? Everybody all right? Good. And then he left. Maybe John Cena, Maybe they were real people and John Cena no. just wanted to make sure they were cool. No, no. If they were, cl- if you were a client of the WWE and they're like, hey, come to this business deal, and then that's what happened, I'd be like, I'm down for whatever deal you want. <laughs> they came in my box. Well, at the same time, what if it was like, a celebrity who didn't want to be on camera and they bust into this box and like Snoop Dogg sitting in the corner smoking a fat doobie or something. Shit, John, you want some? Fuck, that was John bad, just stops that real was quick, has, Snoop a, Dogg. has a little puff, and then just keeps running. Makes more anabolic. <laughs> Flexes for the kid. All of a sudden, he's faster. Like, yeah, <laughs> Super John. Orton's about to get in the car. He uh, grabs him. Yeah. Oh, what a good fucking alternate ending. That would be good. Uh, but yeah, we go outside and. King and Cole are, are appalled, appalled that they're out there in this freezing cold weather, and there's like half an inch of snow. John on the Cena showed up in a fucking t-shirt and in shorts. the back. Yeah. He it wasn't like John Cena was wearing a coat like Fuck off. fucking Paul Heyman and. They Lesnar. don't know cold. We know cold. Although it's been great here. Yeah, we live in Canada, weeks. but it's really nice right now. Uh, but fuck off! Oh, I can't believe they're outside. Fuck off! I've been outside in a fucking underwear at minus 40, so Ohio shut up. Ohio is not that cold. Yeah, it's fucking Ohio. Everyone who's a listener from Ohio is like, oh. <laughs> uh, Orton runs in up to a car, gets in the passenger door, and then there's confusion between the announcers. JBL's trying to sell it as though he stole it, and Michael Cole's like, uh, he got in the passenger car. Well, maybe he jacked it. <laughs> it's just... So weird. It's like your drug grandfather. Who, yeah. Like you, you you reason with him and you use logic. But he's so stubborn. And you tell him like, no, okay, he got in the passenger seat. There's obviously a driver. He couldn't have done it. Yeah. Maybe he put a gun up to him and said, you keep driving, motherfucker. <laughs> it's like, no, grandpa. He didn't know he, Grandpa Layfield. He's all right. Like, yeah. 
Yeah, it's a weird segment. Uh, and that's how they end the go home show. And Cena just high fives fans. He comes back inside the building and does his. Oh, it's okay, symbol. Yeah, a okay. What does this even mean? What do you think? Is it supposed to be a a? No, it's okay. Everything's good. Why would that be it? Of John Cena on the face. I feel like it's supposed to be a a. Why is Superman his S mean hope? Speaking of John Cena hand signals, have you noticed that the Usos are doing the old school Cena now? Oh, actually, they do the thumbs. No, they're doing a Hawaiian. Oh my god! No, but they put them together. I I get yeah, that it's the hang doing loose word thing. Life. They're it's the hang loose. I get it. But they put them together over their head the exact same yeah, way that and he then did. Next raw, they're going to show up with padlocks on their chest too. Yeah, why not? I still they're have gonna... my John Cena padlock. I ha- I made one too. Actually. No, I I bought the real one, the real deal. Oh really? I just uh, made one because no. I'm fucking. Cool. I went to the show at Shaw Conference Center. House show. What did a house show? The Shaw yes. Conference Center. Uh, they even drove JBL's limo out in the tiny fucking ramp. What? It was oh, very funny. That's so sick. And I was right there. I was right beside the barricade, too. So, like, Teddy Long comes out and gave me a high five. It's a good Only time. player? Yeah. No, he didn't, oh, unfortunately. Damn. I called him, though. <laughs> oh, what up, player? And he, he didn't. And he was like, white boy, I love you. Yeah. <laughs> Fat white kid, how you doing? <laughs> Fat white kid. <laughs> love you. Uh, so there's Raw. What did you think of the show? 6.5 out of 10. Yeah, I wasn't very impressed either. It's pretty mad for the Six. go home. Six like, out if this 10. was just an average edition of Raw, whatever. But it's one before the Rumble. I'm not satisfied. That's what I think of. Fucking. Crumpling our notes. Yeah. So, oddly, I'm still excited for the Rumble. I think this is going to be a good Rumble. Card looks good. Excited for the match. Yeah, I think it's a stacked card for the Rumble. Like, I don't think it's going to be shitty at all in that sense. Always one of my favorite pay-per-views every year. Mine as well. Yep. One of the big four. All right. Uh, Speaking of the Royal Rumble. Let's get into the Royal Rumble pool. Let's do it. I'm excited for this. Cue the Um, theme. What theme? Royal Rumble theme, man. What's the Royal Rumble theme? Oh, it's the... Whatever theme you um, want to be. No, 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 no. It's the... Don't fucking... Don't play that song. (laughs) Fast. If that song's playing right now, we're... I'm putting it on. I'm putting it on. Don't... Don't... I hope it's really not synced to wherever we're singing this, um, but I'm really unhappy. Who's that? that? Who it. sings that? Two chains? I don't know. Fuck two chains. Two chains. But that's a theme for Royal Rumble. It's gonna be on. <laughs> I'm not gonna put that on. I'll You've find already talked about it this much. You better fucking play it. All right, if you want me to. You better. This we said we're gonna play it. We'll look scrubby if we don't. If uh, if you really want it to happen, it will be happening. Yep. Let's go over your rules and whatnot. And I've got all the listeners who sent in their emails. Okay, give me give me one of those just so I can reference it. Yes, I will give you this one. So how we're going to do it is that I decided we're going to put point values per each question. And then we'll make our picks on the air? Yeah. Okay. Um, so the first question is who's going to win the Royal Rumble? Let's put that at 10 points. Okay. Does that make ri- sense? I'm going to write that down as well on one of these sheets. Okay. So 10 points for that. Right there. <clears throat> uh, who's going to draw number two? Let's put that at three points. Three points. Uh, 27. Make that one five. Because it's the winningest number in Royal Rumble history. Don't you know? Yeah. 30 for three. Sure. Let's do 30 for three. Uh, longest time... I don't want to give too much because I think it's a pretty much straight shot across the board who it's going to be. So, three points. We'll put there. three for that one as well. 
Uh, shortest time. That's a shot in the dark. Let's do five. Five. Yeah. Let's do five for that one. Most eliminations. A lot of people have the similar picks for that one. So let's do three for that one. Okay. All right. Uh, how many eliminations will Batista have? Some of them said how many will Reigns take out. Oh. Well Fuck. then. All the listeners did different ones. We weren't very clear on that. Our bads. Okay, well, whatever number you put, I'm just going to assume that it's for Batista. Okay, whatever you put, it's for Batista now. That's going to be worth, what, five? Yeah, let's do that. And then... Each surprise is worth five. Each Exactly, yeah. Read my mind. So in total, it's out of how many points? Five, 10, 15, 20, 25, 35, uh, 47. Out of 47 points. Out of 47? Nice. If my math is correct, which it nine times out of 10 is not. But we'll put it out of 47 for now. Uh, okay. So whose picks do you want to go through first? I'm just going to say a couple notable okay. ones. Okay. All right. Let's do that. At Blading Flare said uh, for surprise entrance, Sami Zayn and Chris Jericho, which I think those are two uh, plausible ones. Yeah, okay. Because they, they usually tend to bring up at least one NXT guy and have him in the Rumble. They didn't do the, or they aren't doing the, uh, what they did last year, where the they had their Access own Tournament. Royal Rumble. Yeah. And then whoever won that got to go in the real one. Um, but yeah, okay, I could see that. Sami Zayn, all right. Uh, he had for shortest time in the Rumble, Fandango. Solid pick. Uh, and he had CM Punk winning it. Interesting. I think there is an outside chance of CM Punk winning it. At the Red Punk also had uh, CM Punk as his winner. Okay. Seth Rollins with the number two spot. Uh, longest time in the Rumble, he had Dolph Ziggler, who today was cleared for Rumble. Oh, was he? Okay. Yeah. All right, good news. I didn't hear that, so that's good. Yeah, apparently he's cleared as of today. Good for him. Shortest time, he has Zack Ryder, which I think is a great answer. I just don't know if Zack's going to be used for the Rumble. Yeah, I don't think so He's either. been sitting at home a lot lately. Um, but... I don't know. We'll see. Maybe does that also count as a surprise entrant then? Um, I don't know because his no. surprise entrants uh, are actually good legends. Okay. Yeah. No, we're not going to count Zack Ryder's. He's got Scott because he's a roster guy. Okay. He's got Scott Hall. Yeah. And Ricky the Dragon Steamboat. What's your thoughts on those? Steamboat, I could see because Steamboat's kind of a guy that they keep in their back pocket and they use him every now and then. Hall comes out. I'm going to lose it. I don't see Scott Hall as a plausible thing. No. I think if you're going to bring back. One of the the uh, Xbox. DDP guys, it's going to be Jake the Snake. Or DD. Yeah, or, yeah, DDT himself, yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I could kind of see Scott Hall, but I just think that they're just not ready to Yeah, I don't think they're ready for that yet. one yet. Yeah, maybe next year. Although he's not getting any younger, but, uh, yeah. Any other notable picks? Yes. Uh at Oil City Mark, had CM Punk winning it as well. Very popular pick among the listeners. Uh, who draws number two? He put Billy Gunn. Yeah, I don't see that. Because you want number two is usually a guy who also goes for a long time. And I just don't see Billy Gunn being able to hang in the Rumble for an extended period of time. But we'll see. I could be wrong. Anything else? Uh, do, do, do. Who draws 27? He had Sheamus. Okay. So is that also a surprise entrance? That is one of his surprise okay. entrants, as well as he has Jake. So do you think, uh, I don't think we're getting Jake either for a Rumble entrant. I think we got him on Old School Raw, and that was all we were getting. But I don't know. We'll have to wait and see. Yeah. Uh, he had Big Eve, who will have the most eliminations. 
Also uh, a solid pick. And he says Batista will eliminate five people. Okay. Uh, yes, and then I've got one more, and then you have one as well. Yeah. Uh, and then we'll, we'll do our picks. Uh, Chris Gautez, I drop in names because yeah. you gave us your name right. on the email. Thanks, I buddy. Know. I don't have a Twitter handle. Uh, we who will win the rumble? He says D. Bryan. Yeah. Uh, he thinks Roman Reigns will get the number two spot. Batista with a twenty-seven spot, and Brian with a thirty spot. Do you think those are plausible? Brian, if they, like I said it before, if they're going to bring him in, it'll be a late twenty, maybe thirty spot. So I can totally see that. Uh, Batista, I think they bring Batista in around twenty. I think you let him have a solid, decent run at it, um, and get his eliminations up as well. So. Uh, and then he had uh, for shortest time Damian Sandow, which I think is plausible. Also solid because they've been burying him. I for could see him. Weeks. Be, I could see him being in there for like fifteen seconds or something like that. Yeah. Run the ropes, get chick hand over or something. Yeah. yeah. Uh, anything else from that uh, guy? Surprise entrance. He put Shane McMahon in Ultimate Warrior. Shane McMahon. That was the one that when we read that one, we were like, okay, really? There, I have seen dirt sheet reports that he may be coming back. I don't know. If he does come back, it's not going to be in the Rumble. No, and if anything, if he comes back, I don't think he's wrestling. I think he's going to be an authority character. Yeah, maybe the baby face to the authorities heel sort of thing. Maybe. You stole my sister and stole my dad's job, and now I'm here. You're to... stealing my family's company. And I'm going to buy TNA. <laughs> Fuck, that'd be so funny. <laughs> okay, uh, uh, who's this one from? There's a Twitter handle there. Oh, at JokerX1 about this one. Uh, he is Daniel Bryan winning. Del Rio in second. Uh, Kane as 30th. Kane has not been announced to be in the Rumble. Um, kind of a little left fieldy. I could see it happening because they they talked about his, his you were talking about it before the show as well, his uh, record is what, 11 yeah. eliminations in one? Uh, I think they might hint at somebody maybe breaking that streak, whether it be Reigns, whether it be Batista, whether I don't know, and then maybe Kane comes in and eliminates him and prevents him from breaking that record. I could see something like that happening. Um, he's got uh, Heath Slater for shortest time. Well, he also has Fandango, but you can only pick one, so I'm going to go with Heath Slater. Yeah, we're going with Heath Slater because someone else picked Fandango. Yeah. Um, that's not a bad pick. And for his surprise entrance, he also has Sami Zayn and Rob Van Dam. Oh, okay. Which do, you, I, do you get Van Dam back? Well, he's still with the company. Yeah. Do you think that could be when we'll, his next dental start? Easy. That's it. absolutely good match for him to come of, back to. He's one of my picks, RVD. Yeah, for the return. I think that's an easy, easy way to bring him back. His music hits that theme. People love it. They know it. That theme hits. He comes out. And, Everybody right. loves butthole surfers. Yep. Yep. Uh, uh, anything else notable? No, that's it from that one. All so right, let's, let's do, let's do our You picks. go first. Uh, who's going to win the Rumble, Scotty? Who do I think is going to win it? I think uh, I'm going to do different picks than all the listeners, and I think Batista is going to win. Okay. Who do I think is number two? I think number two is going to be think Dean Ambrose. Okay. Deaner, solid. I'll do the one show member no one said. Okay. Who's number 27? Daniel Bryan. Who's number 30? I'm going to go with... I haven't really put a lot of thought in this either yet, so it's good. Yeah, I know. Of... I, I, thought of, I made original picks and sent them into the email, and then I don't even remember. Yeah. Now that I've seen other people's picks, I was like, oh, mine were very similar. <laughs> 30. I'm going to say Roman Reigns. Okay. Solid pick. Longest time, I'm going to say CM Punk. 
as Magnus rips up Sting's contract. There it goes. Done. The company. Shortest time. I'm also going to say Sandow. Okay. What's the next question officially? Is it most eliminations? Yes. I'm going to say Reigns. Okay. That, because that's a good pick. Um, how many will Batista take out? I'm going to say Batista's going to take out eight people. Okay. And then uh, your surprise entrance. Uh, and my surprise entrance are going to be Chris Jericho and Honky Tonk Man. <laughs> okay. Jericho, eh? You think so? Again, two years in a row. Yep. Huh. Maybe. All right. Hey, that's never a bad move. You never know with Jericho. He's a sly son of a bitch. Uh, is that it? You got all your picks? Yeah, I got all my picks in there. I'm gonna. Uh, this is gonna blow your mind now. My pick to win the 2014 yeah. Royal Rumble. Who you got? None other than the man who eats, sleeps, conquers, and repeats. Brock Lesnar. Fuck that. It's gonna happen. You watch. You watch. He. It's, I'm telling you, it's the exact same thing as 2003. He's in a match with the Big Show, and then he makes his surprise entrant in the Rumble. You wait. You just wait. Uh, number two. I have Cody Rhodes. And number 27. Number 27. Whew, that's a tough one. That is a toughie. I'm going to go with Dean Ambrose. All right. No, I'm not. I changed my okay. mind. I've changed my mind. I have all of them coming in early. Oh, let's go with. You know what? I'm going to go with Daniel Bryan, too. He's number 30. Brock Lesnar. I will be as disappointed as when Cena's music hit for 30. I'd be like, fuck, what? I'm walking out. of That was huge. I know, but I was still sad. I was like, no, that means you're going to win. Um, Secretly, you died inside, too. True. Longest uh, time in the Rumble. Punk. Shortest. Um, Drew McIntyre. Because why not? He's yeah. the chosen one from me. Um, uh, who will do the most eliminations? I got to go with Reigns. It's a good pick. Yeah. I, I think, think a lot of listeners picked that as well. It's an easy way to push him too, right? Um, how many will Batista eliminate? Uh, I'm going to go with four. And then my surprise entrance are Brock Lesnar and Rob Van Dam. Not bad, not bad. Boom. So, essentially, my entire pool is depending on Brock Lesnar being in the Rumble. Because I have him winning, coming in 30th, and as a surprise. If he doesn't. But if he does get all those, you're like, yeah, I man. would be a god. A god among men. It's me. Okay, so there it is. Uh, we will still accept entrance until Saturday night, let's yeah. call it. So, if you want to email your entrance in, now that you've heard us real, or do the full layout of what the categories are, and the point values of them, feel free to email us at satpod, so satpod316 at yahoo.com. Yeah, get those picks in. Uh, there's no prize or anything. Just Bragging for funsies. rights. We'll give we'll you a shout you. out, whoever wins. We'll tweet you out. You'll get a shout out. Yeah. We'll cut you a cool bumper. People will uh, will bow in your glory for being a Nostradamus of the Royal Rumble. You'll, if you win, how about this? You can pick the song of the week. There you go, because we're starting a new thing where we're going to end every podcast with a song. Uh, this week, I have the pick. Uh, it's going to be Machine Head. It's 
going to be Unto the Locust. Great tune. Cool. Love it. Uh, you got your thing as yep. we get out of here. All right, guys. And er, let's do our Twitter handles. That's right. Go. I am at Scottbox64. At the Diesel Bears. You can find us on iTunes if you just look up Spanish Announce Table. Rate and review. We love it as always. Use the hashtag SATPOD, S-A-T-P-O-D. And until next time, guys, keep on throwing your tag team partners out in the rumble. Thank you, Alan.